I'm sick of that fuck face leisure fryer too. <laughs> Wanna put a bounty out to break his hip? Merry Christmas. You got a broken hip this year. <clears throat> I would, but then he'd get a good seat on the bus, so he'd win in the end. That's true. Everyone, Dave and Jeff, second second podcast of the week. This isn't our last podcast of the year, is it? No, I'll actually uh, I'll be down tomorrow to tape our one for Sunday night because I'm not going to be here Sunday. And then that's probably it for the year. Okay. Don't be afraid to check in. You going to be around tomorrow night? <laughs> what do you got going? Jeez, I got nothing. Where but do you have Jesus, to be? Jesus, just assume I'm going to be here. What are you going around caroling? No. Is that right? Are we doing one tomorrow? Yeah, sure. All right. If I could get here before fucking midnight. God damn. <laughs> Assholes in this town cannot fucking drive it. No. no. My God, you should be embarrassed. <laughs> I literally said today, okay, after December 21st, the sun starts staying out a little bit longer, which means yeah. people get closer to learning how to drive oh, all God. over again. It Nothing. is. You know how old people all of a sudden they can't drive at night? Yeah. This whole fucking town cannot drive at night. We should all, 95% of you, should be uh, using public transportation. Because <laughs> be none of you know how fucking fast to go yeah. in any lane other than the slow lane. And even in the slow lane, you're not even going 65. You're going about 51. You all driving your fucking Prius. Oh, aren't you a hero for saving the planet? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Just pay your fucking taxes, okay? That's all you need to do, you douche. Oh, it's so nice, you know? I, I plug it in. Well, then how far can you go? Well, right now about 24 miles on average. Well, that's great. I was trying to figure it out with people who have those cars. Can you make it to L.A. and back? No. The answer is usually no. No. Yeah. L.A.? Fuck, can you make it to Escondido to punch leisure in the face? <laughs> and they go, well, they have charging stations. Well, to get gas, basically, yeah. it takes me, you know, five minutes. You know what that sounds like? It, it sounds like when fucking uh, the James brothers were riding horseback. And they'd ride from wherever the fuck they rode, yeah. Chula Vista, and then you'd have to stop in wherever. National City? Yeah, to feed the fucking horse. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get a big LTD. Yeah. I'm going to get a big LTD. We had a big LTD when I was a I'm kid. I'm going to put the Gap Band on 8-track. Yeah. And I'm just going to fucking put old school. Yeah. Non, I'm going to go to City Gasoline down here in National City. <laughs> None of that shit's been purified. Yeah. And I'm just going to drive, and I'm going to fucking make all your little kids cough. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe that's clean fuel. It's not. That's why I got it for a buck seventy nine a gallon. <laughs> did, did you have an LTD growing up? No. Uh, my mom had a Malibu. Is that right? Yeah. She had a what Malibu. color? Uh, I think it was yellow. That's funny. We had a yellow Volvo. But we had one of those station wagons, crazy 70s sports or whoever it is. Where you like face the back? You face the traffic? We thought that was the coolest shit ever. Because you're just flicking off the guys and your yeah. mom had no idea what's going on and you're just completely yeah. flicking them off. Uh, but you had that the seat that came up. No seatbelt on that fucking thing. Of course thing. not. They didn't even come with seatbelts. How many times? Not bulletproof glass. <laughs> she hits the brakes. Yeah. Because a goddamn raccoon's crossing the road. Head right off the glass. Ah! Oh, shit, that hurt. No five minutes for boarding. Yes. Like the pansies in the NHL get. Shut up. Shut up back there. All right. Uh, Dave, I want to start yeah, on a serious ahead. note. and it's Serious a, note on this show? Yeah. Okay. 
It's uh, And it starts with a thank you to our man, uh, Eddie Bravo, who I love. I love Eddie Bravo. He's on Twitter at Bad Ombre. And Eddie's been around this show forever. And Eddie sent me a thing last night. And this may be somebody that a lot of you know. I don't know her. Her name is Bree. She's on Twitter at BitterSDFan. And Bree wrote last night on Twitter, quote, I strive for my entire family to hate me. I know I have serious anger problems and I need help. Rather than deal with it, I would rather just die. Unfortunately, I don't have the guts to take my own life. And when I look at her, Dave, she is, I don't know how old Bree is. She doesn't look very old. Uh, she was a Charger fan. Her bio says, I was San Diego Chargers' most annoying female fan. Fuck Trump and the Spanos family. Thorns and U.S. women's national team fan. And then she wrote bisexual. And look, I don't know who Bree is. Um, there's 331 of you that follow her. But shit like that worries me. And when she also wrote yesterday, nobody in my family should be surprised when it happens. I don't like shit like that. I don't like shit like that at all. She's one of ours. She's from San Diego. Uh, cute kid. And I appreciate Eddie uh, sending me that message saying, hey, man, uh, hang in there. You're not alone. Jeff, do you have any ideas for her? Look, we've always said we don't have the credentials to try to talk anybody down, but we sure know the right people who can. Yeah. And most importantly for Bree or anybody else out there, uh, man, you are not alone. You have people that care about you. Dave and I care about you. We absolutely do. And there'll be people today go, oh, Jesus, hasn't she had a rough enough day? Now she has to find out you two fuckheads care about it. We do. Bree, I'm telling you right now, that that I've been thinking about that tweet all day. I've been thinking about it all day, and David was the way I wanted to start. Reach out to her if you know her. I already did. I follow her. She doesn't follow us. But, uh, man. Did she reach out back to you once you reached out to her? She did right now, and that's cool. But I would just say I'm guessing that there's somebody in this audience that knows her. And just, man, the way you guys rallied around us, we need to rally around her. So, again, she's on Twitter at bitter SD fan and uh her name's Bree and just really cool man and uh it just like I said I I cannot thank Eddie Bravo enough for sending that to me because Dave shit like that young kid that feels like her family hates her and that the holidays don't matter fuck that sucks and uh shit so we're just thinking about you tonight you know one of my son's friends uh put something out just the other day uh, talked about everything has gone through over the last seven years or so. And yeah. from the outside, from a kid that came from a family where things are pretty good, there's money involved. Parents can afford from to pay to college, college baseball player. Right. Put a whole thing out the other day about the way his life really is and the way people think his life really is. And as I said to, uh, to my son, Josh, I said, you know, it's funny. And I always use the word funny when I start a sentence and nothing's funny about it, but mental illness where yeah. people sit there and you, I'd say for the most part, if you heard mental illness, that person's weak, unless you had it or you know someone close to you that yeah. has it. Immediately your mind goes, what's wrong with that person? Why can't that person uh, pull it together? I pull it together every single day. You know, mm -hmm. that kind of attitude. But you're seeing it more and more. And I think the reason you're seeing it more and more is that people are feeling more and more comfortable sharing the struggles that they go through every single day. Yeah, I just, to me, uh, the thing 
you're going through it right now because Jake won't be here for Christmas. But I would think the one thing you have for all the feelings you're going through right now, I would think the one you don't have is the feeling of being alone. I will not be in the house on Christmas Eve, first time with my kids. I won't be there. That's my own Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? Christmas Eve. Okay. It's my own personal choice. I just chose not to do it. Um, Were you invited? Yeah. But I said no, because at the end, they're all going to stay there, and then I'd have to leave. And I was like, well, fuck that. I'm not really interested in doing that. But I will tell you this. um, I do not feel alone as I kind of work through it. And the thing that stuck with me reading Bree's tweet is, God damn, that is the message of somebody who feels alone. And I hate that feeling myself. And I hate it for people even like her who I've never met. And so uh, I just, man, you know, who gives a shit about the Chargers? Really, who gives a shit at this point? When you go, I'm telling you, there's enough of you because it's a really, really small community, San Diego sports-wise, that are active on social media. And I know you guys all know each other. And I don't know if anybody else, I didn't hear any sports radio. I'm guessing we're the only show that has acknowledged it. But if you would just say, hey, we're all thinking of you. And Dave and Jeff talked about you last night. And they're there if you need them. Uh, Fuck, man. Bring her in. Bring her in and let's fucking get her back on track and let her know she's part of the San Diego sports fan tribe. We're a fucked up tribe, but we look out for our own, and she's definitely one of our own. Here's what's crazy. I'm looking through her timeline right now. Her and I joined Twitter around, I, I don't know, I'm thinking around the same time, I'm guessing. I, I, I Hers is 2009. Maybe I was like 2012. I put out 14,000 tweets, and I think mm-hmm. I put out a fucking lot of tweets. Like I can't yeah. believe 14,000 seems like a lot. She's put out 43,000. 43? 43,000. Well, we want her to get to 86,000, and then whatever the number is after that. But I just, Dave, I just look at it, man. It doesn't matter. Male, female, young, old, this time of year. it's She does love the Chargers looking at that timeline. Yeah. This time of year, man, it is a really, really fucking hard time for people that feel alone. When you go through and uh, and like I said, it just we gotta we gotta reach out, let her know that we're we're thinking about her. Did you read through her timeline? I did. I found myself reading it last night. Um, I'll say that often you find yourself going through the timeline after yeah. something dramatic has happened and it's too late. Um, but to go through it last night and just kind of yeah, you just see it. You just see it in what she's writing. Goddamn, to have the courage to ex- to express that and not try to hide it and put it out there. I don't know how many followers she has, but um, or I just mentioned what did I say. I just said she's got like a hundred and something. I'm not looking at my phone, but to put that message out there. And I thought there were a lot of names that were familiar, Georgie and others that said, "Hey, we're here for you, Eddie." Obviously, I've mentioned a handful of times. But, uh, Dave, there, there's nothing going on in this town that will impact me over the next couple of days like her. And I would just like somebody to, to get back to us and say, hey, we talked to her and she, she's winning for today. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change the topic, all right? Go ahead. Okay, because I'm looking through Twitter now like crazy because it's all over the place. There are a million Ben messages on this thing. <laughs> now, you started off the other day saying Ben should wrote for, run for public office. Which H.J. Preller takes as his own idea. And see, the problem is people, 
there's not as many people that hear the Patreon show, which is fine, as heard the live show. But eventually the live shows, uh, or the old shows, but eventually those shows are all getting to, you know, iTunes and Stitcher where they go. I don't have any problem with people taking ideas that they've heard. It would just be nice if occasionally they go, hey, you know what? Dave and Jeff had an idea. Like the fucking game when somebody says, hey, I made this great steak. And then you're going to write, thanks, Gordon Ramsay. That was me and Costa and Mark Grant. Yes. In no particular order, doing it to each other over and over. So I always love when people are like, I don't pay any attention to Dave and Jeff. And then you look at their timeline and they're like, oh, thanks so much, Bob Smith. And you're like, really, fucker? Where'd you get that idea from? (laughs) Now I see 10,000 people that use the line, hey, I'd get back to you. But I only talk to people who have 42 followers. Yep. Who started that fucking bullshit game? Me. Bullshit game. <laughs> it's so dumb. Bullshit but game. the funny thing is, I talked to Woods tonight. Yep. I kind of think in a little bit, I roughed up the wrong guy. What are you talking about? Well, I gave it to Ben and Carlo, but really the, the guys who fucked this up, and I said to Steve and to Ben too, I... I Threw the blow dart at the wrong guy. Ben Ben and Carlo really weren't the guys that started it. They just kind of kept the conversation going. It started with Derek Togerson. Shocker. <laughs> and apparently the Union Tribune. Now, I don't get the UT anymore. So I didn't see that the Union Tribune wrote an editorial. And that's what everybody was replying to. And really, in fairness to Ben and in fairness to Carlo... They were just replying to the editorial. I didn't see that part because I don't follow the UT on Twitter. But I said to Steve, plus Ben knew I was fucking around. But even if I wasn't fucking around, I go, shit. Yeah, it wasn't Ben. It wasn't Carlo. And I'll come in and tell you I fucked it up. There's the goddamn UT telling you that you should all cheer for the Chargers and how you should feel and all this other shit. So in fairness, Carlo doesn't give a fuck. Carlo but, doesn't care. Carlo is a huge LA fan. Yeah, he said he talked about how he dealt. Uh, he's. I told him tonight. I go. Don't get drug into this thread. You'll be fucking hating me for the next twenty years. Um. But apparently it was the UT. Yeah. Like I said, if I felt like Ben's feelings were hurt, which it couldn't be further from fucking. What have hurt. you ever cared about anybody's feelings? Well, shit. Come right? on. I said to Woods. I go. Does Ben? He goes, dude. Shut up. It's fine. He goes, we also know that you know we can't say shit in response. But, yeah, it's the fucking UT. No wonder I stopped getting the UT. Nick wants them to run the fucking wishbone. Yeah, looking forward to that. And the UT thinks they have the right to tell all of you how you feel. So, (laughs) yeah, fuck. Sorry, Ben. Sorry, Carlo. I had it wrong. I came after the wrong two guys. I just picked up the thread halfway through. Then you know what, Dave? Yes. Occasionally... You know what? I'm guessing even the fucking Pope's made a few mistakes in his life. Jim Belushi's probably made a few mistakes in his life, right? Yeah. As, yeah. The, as the old story is, I'm not claiming to be perfect. The last guy to do that right. ended, on a, ended up on a cross. But to my friends Carlo and Ben, I had the wrong, uh, the wrong perpetrators. I hate when you apologize. Well, Takes no, all the I, fun out of it. All right. Well, fuck those two guys. Yeah, is, come on. You know they did something bad anyway. <laughs> You're deserving. Well, it's harder to apologize to a guy who went to Tory, believe me. Yeah, look That's at that. That's not look what you easy. Just did there. Look what you just did. But That's Carlos an exactly SC guy, so I don't have any trouble apologizing to him. Um, but the other thing tonight 
that is all over social media. It really doesn't impact you or me. But I've said to people, I'm buying NFL season tickets. Yeah. But I understand people like are really, really pissed. God, Dave, I drove down here and I had 1360 on because just 1090 had a high school show on. I don't give a shit about high school sports. I had 1360 on. I don't know what the fuck I would do in this town if I really had been impacted by the Chargers move and I got to listen to Nick, who I like, cheerlead like that fucking team is still here. They, he just cheerleads like that fucking team is still here. Yeah, look, I'll be the first to tell you, I, I can't say I'd root for the Chargers if I grew up here and was a diehard Charger fan. Jeff, I made this clear. We weren't Charger fans. We were paid basically to work on the Charger station, which we loved right. the job. We understood the look, we're part of the NFL and we were lucky enough to do that. You know how many free tickets we got for that? Yeah. None. <laughs> we never got for, for, well, we, no, but we I got mean, we were in the game for free. I got that. You know what I'm saying? We didn't get like someone just wrote to me right now. I'm just looking at my phone right now. Hey, I'm thinking of going to the Ravens Charger game. How about some hookups? I go, they've never given us hookups. Yeah. We didn't benefit that way. We didn't we didn't go that way. Hey, you can sit there and say what you need me Turn to do. Turn the volume down. On your on, on the TV? Yeah, something's making all kinds of racket. It's you. I, it's your goddamn head, you schizophrenic <laughs> fuck. Just calm the fuck down. I like how finally you give me hand <laughs> gestures. You say everything that comes to your mind. I know, it's true. All right, so look. Yeah. I'm not going to sit there and tell you how to feel. I'm telling you, when the Rams left for St. Louis, I was done with the Rams. I was, yeah. I was, I was over with it. At the same time, I'm not sitting there going what Nick says or what else tells you how to feel. You, you and I have gone over this before. You and I have said we love the NFL. I'm not going to sit there and act like I, I don't love the NFL. I love the NFL when the Rams moved to St. Louis. Yeah. I just picked another team. I just said that's it. The, the Raiders were easy to choose because I was a Raiders season ticket holder because they were the team that was closest to my house. Yeah. That's why the Rams were in Anaheim. I lived in West L.A. The Raiders were eight miles away. Right. And so I'd go to the games and have a great time. Boom. Done. I was a Raider fan. The Raiders moved back to Oakland. It was easy for me to say, guess what? They came from Oakland. Fuck it. I'm just going to remain a Raider fan. That's, mm -hmm. that's what I have. So moving forward right now, I understand all, all the frustration here. What I'm going to say about San Diego sports, there's just nothing here. Mm -hmm. Outside of the Padres, honestly, go ahead and give me all the shit you want about how much you think I hate the Padres. It's the only thing I got as far as living here and rooting for a professional team played at the, the highest level, meaning San Diego sports, it's Padre baseball. The Aztecs, in all honesty, as much as we all want to root for Aztec football and Rocky Long, they don't play anybody. No. There's no reason to go and get the season tickets. You said it last night. There's no reason right now. They are in a horrible conference. They don't play anybody outside of the conference. They don't ever play a top 25 team. Once in a blue moon, they run into a Stanford who, at the end of the season, isn't close to the top 25, or Arizona State, not close to the top 25. They don't play anybody any good. So I'm done with the San Diego State Aztecs right now when it comes to that. In basketball, I'm not going to root for them guys as far as following them every single game until they get to the tournament. Hopefully, Dutcher gets them to the tournament. But right now, they're not even the best college team in the city. USD destroyed them. Completely embarrassing. These football teams that are popping up all over San Diego right now, mm -hmm. these arena leagues. Can you name the arena league team? No. Who gives a fuck? The infection? Yeah. <laughs> I like the infection. I like the infection. That'd be a great name. It would be a good name, wouldn't it? It'd be great. It would, it would be. <laughs> I don't care. It's not sports played at its highest level. And that's why women's sports don't do very well. Because when it's all said and done, you want to see sports played at their highest level. And that's not what we're getting here in San Diego. It's very frustrating. I don't know if it ever improves. You went to the goals game the other day. I was going to ask you yeah. about it because we went with your kids. And because you were with your kids, I'm sure it was a great time. Well, I will say this about the goals. Right now is a really good time to go see goals hockey. Why? They suck. Uh, no, I'll tell you why. 
because they have five guys on that team right now that will be impact players for the Anaheim Ducks. Overall, as a team, they may not have it all. But for me, Dave, it is the opportunity to watch the Fernando Tatis. Oh, my God. What do you mean? Don't Fuck fucking then don't ask the question I'm if you don't want the answer. It's I, fucking their good players. I literally don't think I asked you this direct question, but okay. You did. You just said how was the goals game, no, and I said when my sons can go. Was it NHL quality? Was it sports yes. played at its highest level? No, it was not. No, it was but, not sports played at its highest level. Well, it's not the NHL. That's my point. Well, you're, then why do you ask the question? With, I don't think I went that direction. You did. You go, how was I said, the Dulles game? No, I said, I know you had a good time because you went with your kids. But what I said to my sons who are 11 is you're looking at four guys that we picked out and borderline a fifth guy. But I said, circle these five guys. It's a 2019-man roster. I said, there are 14 guys that don't matter. But for these five guys right here... Maybe as early as next year, they are the future of the Anaheim Ducks. They will be difference makers for the Anaheim Ducks. But just like Fernando Tatis or Mackenzie Gore or fill in the blank for Urias, we're not ready to play Major League Baseball today doesn't mean that these guys are not considered top, probably, I don't know, top 30 prospects in the National Hockey League. All right, so we're going to jump from there. Now, when those four or five guys you just pointed out make it to the Ducks, mm-hmm. are you going to get in the car and go yes. to the Ducks? Bullshit. You're going to sit there and watch the next round of goals guys next. No, I I don't. No. The thing and the other thing that was cool for my sons was the goals get it. The goals get it. Of course they do. They're a bunch of saps in this town that keep buying tickets for no. minor league sports. You're comparing yourself to Bakersfield in Ontario. Here, No. Minor league town. Here's what the goals do that the Padres don't, and they should. When we walked in, my kids were given a fold-out program. The fold-out is small. It opens up. It's got two different stories. It's got whatever else, a game. It may have a couple coupons, color headshots of every guy on the team, and it unfolded into a team poster. My kids who were 11 loved it. Everybody who walked in got one, but the guys who walked out with it were the kids. And all the kids were like, when Max Jones scores two goals, where is that thing? Which guy is Max Jones? Which guy is this? Dad, tell me the players. Terry's going to play. Sam Steele's going to play. Max Jones is going to play. Oh, that's this guy, this guy, this guy. And I said to my sons, hang on to that. And let's see if in a year or two years I'm right. But, Dave, we don't have a fucking arena. Okay, that's my point. Okay, and that's my point. Going back to the city, we're just we're, we just don't have sports that played at their highest level. The only place where we have sports played at their highest level is at Petco Park, and it's not the Padres that are doing it. The teams that are coming, there's a team that's going to play at Petco Park this year that will be in the World Series. Correct? Yeah, the Padres. Eighty-one nights. You you admit Fuck. it? Jesus, they just Christ. got a Gold Glover. You dick. Who was that? Ian Kinsler. Oh my gosh. Are we still on this Ian Kinsler deal? Well, we're excited. Who you won know, the Gold Glove at second base in 2017? Yeah, Ian who, Kinsler. Who, 2018. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Who won it in 2017? Uh, 2017? Who gives a fuck? That's I, who won it. Brian Dozier? <laughs> it probably was Brian Dozier. That piece of shit. I would have taken Dozier in a heartbeat. You Darvish? Kinsler. Fuck, don't bring up you Darvish. We just did. So that that's where I'm at. It just it's just fucking old. So with the Chargers and all the frustration and everything, if it hurts you that the team is doing so well, don't watch. But guess what? 
ratings are showing people are watching in San Diego. And I do think it's really a small fan base that do the whole fight for us. Look, fight for San Diego. It's just it's just it's just a ridiculous waste of time. Marie Connell from from oh, Channel Ten God. and her god dang thread and everyone blowing her. Look, okay, fantastic. That's great. I read her thread. Everyone says you gotta read this. Dave and Jeff, you better read her thread. I read it. Fine. Your feelings are hurt. You went to church after you got out from mass and your dad watched the charges together. So did a lot of people in this town. And guess what? They're gone. Because you guys all sat there and said, Dean will never move. And guess what? He moved it's over. So your choice is either enjoy the NFL, you don't have to pick the Chargers. Or, or don't, but guess what? The rest of the country is watching the NFL. You can say whatever you want. You're watching, too, because the ratings show you're watching. Um, The one thing, though, that I don't support is the idea of rubbing your nose in it. And to I me, 100% support it because it's a blast. <laughs> you get a blast. A dog <laughs> shit right in the face. And it gets stuck in your teeth for weeks. <laughs> that would be, a, that'd be a, the present that would keep on going. I wish somebody would just come down here. <laughs> Shit my face. Thanks. And hit you in the face. Who says that a week with before a, Christmas? Me. Me. <laughs> Go ahead. What were you about to call me? You better call me something you'd probably be embarrassed by. <laughs> then you would call me an hour later and say, take that out. <laughs> God, that'd be great. I just wish somebody would come down here. And just fucking leave a burning bag of dog shit on your front porch. Right across the street from your neighbors who have beautiful holiday lights. Now, you know the one team that I, I was talking to Woods about tonight? Yeah. And they're coming. They've never been in this city before. And I'm going to tell you why I'm in before you open your big fucking mouth. <laughs> Go ahead, who? <laughs> Have you ever said that to anybody in a sentence? <laughs> no, but I liked it. Yes, I like it, it more. It was, it was funny. <laughs> I'd like it, it was more funny. if I could actually follow yeah, up. You don't hear I'm... that on regular radio. <laughs> Would that be yeah. great? When if Willard said that to Orenberger, that'd be great. No, I'm going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Before you open your big fucking mouth. And Rich would be like, if you weren't doing the show from L.A., I'd be yeah. kicking the shit out of you right now. Yeah, if you weren't in Fresno, I'd knock the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I said this to Woods tonight. When we started thinking about an event in August and we mentioned it, yeah. and we said, hey, you know, we're going we're gonna to raise a little money. Literally, the first guy that reached out to me uh, on behalf of a team was Mike Grace on behalf of the Seals and said, hey, man, we're in. What do you need? Here's what we're going to give you. Tickets for four, um, a family experience where they can run around pregame, all this cool shit. Yeah. I literally, Dave, for three weeks had one envelope on my desk and it was from the San Diego Seals. And I talked to Woods about that team tonight. And he said, you know, Joe Sy is an interesting guy because of the money, obviously, and he owns the Seals. And from what I heard, they do everything incredibly nice for their employees, the whole thing. And, uh, and you know, I've never been to lacrosse. We were talking about it at work the other day. I don't, like you said, obviously, we're just watching for a goal. Yeah. But for me... 
this is Joe Sy coming to San Diego. Maybe he's gauging it. I don't have any idea. But something new, part of this town, coming in, ground floor. I'm going to go check him out. And you know why? Because most importantly, like I said, the first time we mentioned it, they were the first guys that called. Yeah. And I'm incredibly thankful, and I appreciate that very much about the SEALs. Uh, and I said to Woods tonight, I go, dude, I'm in. I said, I'll be a fan of that team. When do they start? Uh, it's funny. They start January 12th, a Saturday night. And I said, fuck, man, I dig those guys. They helped us. We'll help them. Does Woods know what he's doing? No, fuck. but Mike Grace is sitting right next to him. So Mike will bail him out. Steve said tonight. Does he just have to announce every time there's a goal? Or does he have to sit there and do, what does he have to do? God, I don't. Uh, Dave, I don't know anything about He's the game. fuck it up. God, don't. It's embarrass our friendship. Jesus Christ. And I busted Ben's balls? Fuck. <sighs> Look, I'll tell you the other thing, yeah. too, real quick. Story today in the reader about 1700 and Max FM. Okay, that's where I want to go tonight. Good. Oh, man. So these two stations are related to 1090. Yes. 1700. If you walk out of Most the... people don't even know there's a 1700. Well, yeah, really. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, I mean, sometimes ESPN games get stuck down there. Goals games get stuck down there. But yeah, how many people? So ESPN Radio is down on 1700. You get fucked in this deal again is Ray Lucia. Poor fucking Ray Lucia right? gets fucked over all the time. Ray's over there nine to noon. I didn't know. Honestly, God, I didn't know Ray was still doing a show. Yeah. So shit. So seventeen hundred, and then Max uh, FM one hundred five point three. Well, those antennas are in Mexico. The owners of ten ninety BCA pay rent for the ability to use those antennas and broadcast. Yeah. According to the story in the reader. They have not paid the rent, and the owner turned off their ability to broadcast. So 1700 tonight as we broadcast on a Monday is Spanish radio. This is the funniest thing, is that they're playing 80s music on uh, 105.7. So I started just going, like, looking at the 105.7 website. Now there's streaming going on there, but it sounds identical. Like, driving down tonight, it sounds identical, other than, you know, you don't hear Frank Anthony or others. So I don't know how many people may actually know the difference. But look, the real story is, if the rent payments were not made for 1700 and Max FM, which that rent for this story will say goes to Dave, and the rent for 1090, which the reader quoted at 100 grand a month, goes to a different guy let's say to jeff if you haven't been paying dave at what point do you pay jeff and maybe they're just like hey screw it those two properties don't matter we'll keep paying for 1090 we're just not going to pay for the other two man dave i i read that story today and it bothers me obviously all those guys including ben you fucking nervous nellies are all really good friends and i don't know what's going on down there i don't know that any of them know what's going on down there but uh, but I hope they get it all sorted out. We like Mike Lickenhouse, and he's apparently the guy trying to work it out. Right now, it's not a, very good as far as the way things are going. Okay, so 
you could be down to your your two sports stations as early as i tell you what the rumor i'm hearing is march by march or 2019 1090 won't exist anymore well how do they get from here to march if they haven't paid the bills for 1700 i'm just telling that's that's the story i heard today i'm not going to tell you who told me i'll tell you off there who told me but i'm not going to tell you here because i'll get them in trouble but here's the deal is early as march maybe sooner I mean, unfortunately, that's the way it goes. We saw it happen with even TV not long ago. We saw Channel 6 disappear. Yeah. You know, 1090 again. We knew a lot of people at Channel 6. And then, right, yeah. And then all of a sudden, those guys were out and we'll watch their last day. And 1090, you don't know when their last day would be because usually in radio, they don't tell you when your last day is. It just all of a sudden, it's not going to be on there anymore. And next thing you know, Sophie's playing fucking yeah. coffee music. Or Laura Ingram. <laughs> or Laura, <laughs> Laura we got, Ingram. We Michael Savage. Over. Yeah, yeah. fucked over by all of them. Yeah. <laughs> we have. Now, here's the question I got today was, mm-hmm. obviously, if Stevie Woods, who has a, a newborn kid, is all of a sudden out of a job, Ben, who has 80 jobs, is down to 79 jobs, and Kaplan and all the guys we like over there, and Darren Marty, and Marty, and all the people behind the scenes. Joe, Jordan. All those guys. But there's one guy I was asked, what does Jeff do when Mike Shepard walks out of that building with that box for the last time? Is you know he in what? the parking lot doing the slow clap? No. And goes, look, you bald fuck. Right in the trash can you go, you piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. No. No, you're going to be the better man. Yeah, I would. L- really? Yeah, I would. I, I, Dave, I don't I don't like anything about it. I don't like anything about it, and I don't like anything about it at the holidays. Norm Foyer would be a different story. <laughs> You'd like to see Jay that. Jay Myers, all those fucking guys. Yes. Yeah. You dump him in the trash can? Yeah. Shep was just doing what he could to survive. Yeah. Shep just, Shep's a survivor. Yeah. Hey, hey buddy. Yeah. I just got fucked. Yeah. Yeah, That's okay. Really? As we're all standing on the edge of the volcano and just pushing in the back, just pushing, yeah. Yeah, pushing everybody in the hole. Hey. Hey. I'm doing the best I can. I might call. Oh, oh, you fell in? Yeah. Hey. I'll see Mike again probably in about three months when he's driving fucking Uber at the airport. <laughs> just give it right back after you land from Montreal. Straight to LaMesa, asshole. Yeah. Okay. Now, when I worked at Kason, nobody cares. Shorty. Nobody cares, twerp. <laughs> um, have plenty of leg room no, in the back w- seat. Yeah. Oh, the seat no will be all the shit. way up to the front of the steering wheel. No shit. He'd look like a little kid playing the fucking uh, racing game at, at Dave & Buster's. Yeah, with the beads on his chair. We have one of those seats. <laughs> Would you like some gummy bears? No, you fucking nut. Um, I tell you, I now have a full head of hair and I used to be bald. Yeah, and now I'm going to pull it all out. <laughs> no, I would not. I, I wouldn't, Dave. I just... Uh, no, I, it sucks when guys lose jobs. In all seriousness, yeah. we all know it sucks. Here's the thing that's ridiculous about it, okay? Yeah. As bad as the ratings are for all three sports stations in this town, and look, yeah. again, there's nothing to fucking talk about. No. Don't sit there and celebrate if you're 1360 or 97.3 and go, look look at us. We're number one. You're number one because number one just disappeared. Look. They're I, number one. 1090 is number one. I tell you the guy we have to be nervous about. If 1090 goes away, what the fuck happens to Hacksaw's Twitter handle? Oh, yeah. Good point. <laughs> That's a great point. This guy's so Does he become old. Hacksaw 710? Dude, Back to his Seattle days. He's not that, smart enough. That's the problem with it. He's such a dipshit. guy hasn't worked at 1090 in five years. Hasn't changed a guy named Twitter now, handle. Uh, let me just go through the morning. Paul, Joe, Ben, Steve. No, I would feel terrible for all four of those I guys. I agree with you 100%. Uh, Marty, Jordan, uh, 
Uh, Darren, of course, would feel terrible for all three of those. Afternoons, Cap, Welby, uh, Alex Padilla. Who am I missing? Billy Ray, obviously. Uh, Alston's in there helping out. And their team, Johnny Browner. Yep. Fucking love those guys, man. All those guys. No. But if Saul was still there and Saul got fired, yes, <laughs> I would celebrate that. Because he's a fucking liar and a fake about the fire. And he <laughs> fucked the fire. <laughs> and he fucked over Jim Stone. And he's never once apologized to Stoney. I guarantee you he hasn't. So he has to pay for that. Yeah, Stoney had to move out of this town. Couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> so when we were at uh, 1360 and the fires happened in 2007, Saul went on the air and said that Jim Stone's house burned down. I think I told this story. And I saw Stoney like a month later at uh, at the stadium for like a Charger game. Yeah. You know, hey, Stoney, man, I'm sorry about your house. Fuck, you didn't get within... 900 yards of me. Fuck that guy. <laughs> well, they were close. And saw we had an elevator at 1360, and we would have staff meetings up on the second floor. Saw would wear short, uncomfortably short khaki shorts, and he would have a gauze pad taped to his calf. And he'd tell everybody, burn myself, saving my mother-in-law. Oh, fuck. I took the elevator from one took floor the up elevator. to the other floor. It was scalded. <laughs> it was scalded. Look, this fucking guy taking the elevator. Yeah. Hurt myself. Saved my mother-in-law. Really yeah, we're really like, rough. who the fuck's ever saved their mother-in-law? <laughs> Bullshitter. <laughs> oh, I would have. Yeah. So, we got, I, I got to tell you. So, here, here are the... The, the most recent ratings, because when 1090 oh, leaves, it does kind of suck. All right, and it's not this. When I read these ratings, it's not yeah, a don't shot at. Say 10... it like it's a done deal, though. I, oh, it's I a, it, okay. I'm just telling you, it doesn't look good. 1090 has twice the ratings of 1360. Okay, I'll just yeah. leave it at that. They have twice the ratings of 1360. Yeah, 1360s last, and even the fan is ahead of them. Yeah. Okay, they're in the middle, so it goes double the ratings. Then it's 1360, and then it's the fan in between. Mm-hmm. So when the number one station leaves. A lot of guys lose jobs like we were just pointing that out. But at the same time, don't sit there and, and act like, oh, there's, there's a new sports leader. Sports leader because the other one quit. The Thank other you. one quit. That's the way it ended up. It wasn't like you dominated the market. I, uh, I, you know, there's, there's, look, that would be, you know, like how they do those uh, verbal histories. Yeah. Where sometimes you'll see in a magazine and it'll be like a quote from this person, like when they did the ESPN. And there'd be like a little quick quote from uh, Chris Berman, Stu Scott, Bob Lee, Van Pelt, that type thing. Holy shit. Would the verbal history of 1090 be an incredible story to hear? Remember, Vaskersian was part of the opening lineup there. Bill Pugh, you, me, all the guys that are currently there. Billy Ray. You know who I'd like? J.D. Hayworth. What the fuck would he say about his time? Still getting paid. Yeah, he probably is. He had the Bobby Bonilla deal. But uh, I hope, man, I, I like Mike Lickenhouse. Been in radio a long time. Yeah, I like Mike. And, uh, and he's the guy fighting the good fight for those dudes. I like that dude, man. Like, if if you go, okay, San Diego radio guys, uh, I just from my limited dealings, from what I've heard about him, um, I know he's grinding to keep it happening. They got to keep 1090 in this town, man. Here, here's how it's going to go. Let me hear it. Here's your lineup next next year on the fan, okay? Okay. Mornings is going to be Kaplan. Okay. 
Mid, uh, after that, it's going to be Stephen A. Smith. Then in the afternoon, it's going to be Darren. Okay. And then Woods has to figure out a way to get in there somewhere, right? So here's the deal. I think you put Woods well, What are you with, doing with Junior, though? Junior's over there. No, Junior's like, in the afternoon. Okay, so here you go. I'm going to go Kaplan joins, joins Woods, or they join each other. Then you go Stephen A. Smith. Then you go Darren Middays. And then all of a sudden, 97.3, with a better signal, FM, everything else, they're the ones that dominate the market again and having the rights to the Padres. Yeah, It's I not even I, close. I think I'd put Tony Jr. and in, in L.O. Middays and put Darren in the afternoon. The reason I, I, I say they go that route is because Jr. goes from that straight to the ballpark. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And he has the kids and he has the name. He, he can kind of tell you where he's going to go. Yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, if I was them, I would do that. I'd get rid of their fucking worthless program director. That <laughs> I think he just got to town. Oh, uh, he's horseshit. He hasn't been here a year. He's horseshit. There's not one guy that you just talked about. Kaplan, Darren Woods. Well, Stephen A. wouldn't deal with him. Junior's already dealing with him, probably. But um, So Gottlieb would be gone. And you, yes. just you just improved everything. Cilio's gone. Yes. Out. Brutal. And then you bring Joe in to do updates in the morning with Woods and, and Kaplan. I just saved the job. <laughs> you don't have to. Joe, you can have Kaplan do it as Joe. <laughs> trying to save jobs here. Oh, you, shit. Damn it. I was looking out for Tatino. Yeah, all right. Um, have Joe do nights with the coach. Just like old times. Like old times. Put coach in there at night. Now we're talking. And get Ben some sleep. Oh, fuck. What do we do with him? What'd you do with him? I, I don't have all the answers. You set the lineup. I, I did set a pretty good lineup. I don't know what to do with Ben. Oh, I know. Where are you going to throw him? Shit. <laughs> Where are you going to throw him? You can put him right back with the in the afternoon when, when Tony Jr.'s busy. Oh, yeah. They used to have that show together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See? And it makes, look how much easier it would be for Ben's life. He'd just sleep in afternoon straight to the TV station and do well, a minute and a half. And he'd have a guy that knew baseball. Yeah. Piece of cake. See that? See what we just did there? Right across the street from 1362. It'd be a real cockfight right in the middle of the street. I'll take Kaplan and, and Woods. Be a little fight. Yeah. But you think Woods can fight? Guy's, yeah. Oh, guy, yeah. Guy's a heater in his mouth as he's watching Kaplan kick the shit out of everybody. Uh, Steve, yeah. Steve's old school, like Roadhouse. Steve would be that guy... That they brought in to fight Patrick Swayze, yeah, and then you know, like we'd have to we'd have to coach him up the day after that yeah. the pretty boy beat the shit out of him. <laughs> but he'd get in there. Who's <clears throat> the pretty boy? Who would beat the shit out of Woods? Oh shit, that's a good one. I Prob could, probably a, the new morning did, guy at ninety four nine. I know exactly how this shit would go. This would be Woods. DeMaio. Woods and Costa would tell each dude act like you're fucking doing something. I'll act like I'm doing something. Oh, I'd take so Mike too. So when it's too. all over, oh, I'd take Mike too. You think I think Mike's you're a fighter? Absolutely. I think Mike's got a lot of pent up anger. Oh, oh I, I think, do too, but I don't, don't oh, think that's it's a big use bear. It. Yeah. Oh, I'd take Mike in a minute. Yeah, absolutely. I'd take Mike and Woods in a second. That's good. I like, actually, I think a bunch of those guys. You think Costa kicks the shit out of Woods? Um. I want those guys on the same team. They're, They're brothers. They're going to be on the same team. I don't pen brother. I don't, one's on I don't, one side of the street, one's on the other. I don't put brothers against each other. That's the that's when it's at its best. We're going to steal Mike because I feel Woods like- Woods would be like, Costa, you're crushing my smokes. 
uh, because Mike's going to, I'm going to bring Mike over, pay him just enough money so he won't quit. Yeah. And then I'm going to make him promotions director. And I'm going to send Mike out like one of those big inflatable stick men, but he's going to be the live one. He's going to have to do all those arm movements. <laughs> like outside the car dealership? Yeah. Let's have Mike on the van. Oh, these guys are all good. I want yeah. I want those guys on our I team. I just gave you a pretty good lineup right there. Honestly, I think for San Diego, that's yeah, a good lineup. Yeah, it would make too much sense. Oh, okay. Because then you get rid of Jason and Nick. You get rid of Ornberger. You get rid of fucking Willard. Well, I don't know what the hell 13-6 is. I'm just saying for 97-3, that's a good They're lineup. They're all gone. They're all shipped out. The only thing I keep in that building is my girl, LaDonna. Yes. And I'll tell you what, LaDonna beat the fuck out of Woods and Costa. <laughs> and I'll hold her fucking drink while she does it, baby. I know right now Woods is listening to shaking his head yes. That's she a would. Good point. She'd fucking ragdoll us. She'd kick the shit out of him. That's I, exactly what happened. Yeah. I had a friend who said one time he, he was in bed with a strong-minded woman. Yeah. And he said to her, am I fucking you or are you fucking me? I'm going to say this. Any guy lucky enough to be in the company of LaDonna, you better not ask that fucking question. Yeah. You just be thankful you're there. You dick. What's wrong with you? A lot. I fucking love LaDonna. Oh, my god! Maybe gosh. me and LaDonna just moved to Mexico That's together. it. Why don't you? That'd be just a good moved deal. to Mexico. In a Corvette, fly across the border and not come back. Did she get rid of that thing? I think she got rid of that thing because people kept dinging her door. <laughs> Are you making that shit up? She loved that Corvette. She did. But, like, I cannot. I've never had a car like that. Yeah. I could be wrong, but it made her fucking crazy. Like, people. And can you imagine, Dave? Like, you park at the mall yeah. and just you come out and somebody... Like, this is the other shit that we do in this town all the time. And uh, my kids think it's the funniest shit ever. We'll go to the mall or some restaurant, and you'll have, like, 25 cars that are parked, and then there'll be 20 open spaces, and we'll park in the 21st space, right? We're just out. And I'll say to my kids all the time, watch, some fucking loser is going to come park right next to it. Happens every time. The 20 spots are, just stay the fuck over there asshole <laughs> especially all you tiny two-inch dick guys that have the extended trailer truck when you know nobody can see what the fuck's going on when they're backing out it's not even the guys that have the, those big trucks it's the guys that leave their trailer hitches on well you fucking walk and you almost walk right into that thing dislocate your yeah. goddamn knee take the trailer hitch off come on you're not going to santee lakes today you're not fishing today Today. All right, we're going to come back to this. Brian Curry, want to mention Brian Curry over there selling homes all over San Diego and doing the greatest job possible. I can't wait for Jeff to actually give this guy a call and make sure you move to yep. your brand new home. We've been talking about it for such a long time. I'm curious to know what neighborhood you finally picked because you basically burned Won't bridges. Won't be that shithole IB. I guarantee you that. Hey, why doesn't somebody in the IB uh, political world actually step up and say to Tijuana, hey, if you want to stop kicking your raw sewage over here, we'd appreciate it. Thank you. You know, we cheer for Rey Mysterio. How about returning the favor? <laughs> what other shit are you not moving into? Uh, City Heights. City Fuck Heights. That. What's the third one you always pick? I had another one, too. Oh, I yeah, Choice View. Yeah, that's, that's it should be Mount No Hope. Because every time I see it on the news, there's another fucking blurred out body in the street. 
Hi, everybody. I'm Carlo Cicchetto. Tonight, Mount Hope, somebody is shot. Really? Really? Let me check the calendar. Nope, it's not April 1st. Who fucking would have guessed it? <laughs> Brian Kurrigan selling real estate all over San Diego for the last 20 years. He's also your guy for property management. If you need someone to manage your property, give Brian a call. 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. Can't wait. Going to be the best. Like I said, you have to know what you don't know. Shockingly for me, that list seems to get longer and longer yes. by the minute. But when it comes to figuring out where I want to live, I really, I, A, I don't want to deal with the commute anymore, which means I'll be fucking moving to Hamul. <laughs> uh, B, you just want to be somewhere where if I could go through the Channel 8 archives and there hasn't either been a sewage spill or a flood yes. or 19 dead guys found in the street in the last four months, then I'm relatively uh, open to moving into your community. <laughs> my apologies to the uh, aforementioned cities. But my man, B.C., Brian Curry, blew his knee out kicking ass. Yes, he did. Can your real estate agent say that? Doubt it. And if he does say it, Brian will kick his ass, too. <laughs> Check it out at DaveAndJeffShow.com. <laughs> After you get the brand new house, make sure you call Alan Taylor, TaylorMade Pools. You're going to spice things up in a hurry. Alan Taylor's doing great things. Again, in more than 20 years in San Diego for Alan Taylor and TaylorMade Pools. New construction on commercial and residential. Also, full remodels. Don't forget about the repairs, pool resurfacing, installation. Don't forget you can call him and say, I have an idea of what I want to do. And guess mm -hmm. what? He can probably do it, and he's already done it. He has that 3D version where you can sit there and make sure and look at everything before it's all put into place and everything that you have in your mind, he can make it become a reality. You call Alan Taylor today at 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. Well, Dave, I started thinking about the pool that I'm going to get. And yeah. you can go octagon. You can go rectangle. You can go uh, ob all kinds of different fucking angles that you want to do. But I said, you know what? These guys are tailor-made, right? Yes. They're really, really good. They can hit the fastball, the curveball, the slider. But let's see if they're willing to match the challenge that I'm willing to prepare for them. So in... My backyard, which I've already said to Brian Curry, I'm going to need a minimum of at least an acre and three quarters of a backyard. <laughs> Brian Curry said, no problem. We're going to find that for you. The next thing I'm going to have is Alan Taylor and the fine staff at TaylorMade Pools come out. Do you know what that pool is going to look like, Dave, at the housewarming party? It's going to be a perfect silhouette yes. uh, to form. Of the fantastic, when we were a kid from the 70s, Lonnie Anderson white bikini poster. Like it. And it will be the silhouette of Lonnie Anderson. Love it. Hey, we're going to have uh, fondue down by her legs. <laughs> the kegs up by her femur. Uh, right there by her uh, shoulders. We're going to have uh, the barbecue. It's going to be great. Yeah. We're going to have it to, uh, what do they say? You know, like when you do a map, what's the phrase I'm thinking of? Like, Says to, you know what I mean? Like when it says exactly the right thing. Fuck it. You know what I mean. Scale, key. To scale. Know. Okay. Exactly. Thank you, Dave. <laughs> Although it's going to be, the pool is going to be a little bit taller than five foot one yes. Lonnie Anderson. I just like the fact you're bringing back fondue. Oh, yeah. It's coming. It's coming. Maggie and all of them are going to be working back there. Padre Geekster, poor thing. Love her to death. Made her all nervous today thinking we were picking on poor Ben. Geekster's going to come hang out. She's going to run the fondue stand because all of us would make a mess. 
We're a bunch of fear is running the chocolate fountain with the marshmallows. Yeah. Okay. We're just going to put Fryer over there in the corner. Give him a nice cold beer. Poor fucker probably took him 19 hours to get down there. We're going to take care of our little buddy. I had someone tell me today that they're going to offer to go pick him up and bring him to the garage. Fryer? Fryer. We don't need him in the garage. That, he's a little weird for that. But shit, if we do a <laughs> listener party, I'd love to have him back. I love that guy. My man. Superior Fence Company, Daniel Tyler. We'll put bring Fryer down. We'll just put a fence right around. <laughs> be perfect. Rod Iron. Just Rod Iron. Only the best for Fryer. Started in 2005, again, doing great things all over San Diego County. You can pick the perfect fence for your needs, whether it's the backyard, you're looking for one of those wood fences, you're looking for something to make your house look great in the front or on the sides with the iron gates. Don't forget to give Superior Fence Company a call, 760-745-4846, 760-745-4846. You know, you gave me an idea when yeah. it comes to Fryer and Dan Tyler. When we're all down there, we're having the, the pool party. Yeah. We're breaking in the new place. You know what would be perfect? Remember when we were a kid and Bobby the Brain Heenan yeah. was up to his shenanigans yes. in the WWF and finally Gorilla Monsoon had had it. Yes. And said, what we're going to do is we're going to put you in a steel cage and we're going to pull you up and you're going to be 15 feet above the ring so you can't start any bullshit. Yep. That's what we're going to do with Fryer. Fryer's going to be standing there in a little one-by-one-by-one steel cage, and we're just going to pull it up to the top. Dan Tyler, BC, those guys can handle it, handle the heavy lifting. And we'll just have him dangling up there above us, but far enough away that if his bladder gives out, none of us are going to get hit by it. (laughs) Okay, and and last I want to mention is Kyle Pfluger. Forgot to mention Kyle yesterday. I shouldn't. Oh, man. Kyle does a great job on our website. He can do a great job for you. Just give him some ideas of what you want to go with. Kyle's your guy at 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621. Boy, please go see the new website, DaveAndJeffShow.com. All the shows are there. I probably should tweet a few of those out because people may have missed them. But really what I'd like you to do is look at the job that Kyle did putting the entire site together and then go check out the charity pages. Yeah. Good time of year right now. If you're thinking about the Alpha Project, Ronald McDonald House, Rancho Coastal Humane Society, all of the people that mean so much to us. Goddamn, we are talking about Bree tonight. You can find ways to donate to the uh, AFSP. You can donate to Yellow Ribbon. But then the other thing that I want you to do is Kyle showed you the sponsor pages. So when we joke around about Al Taylor, I could tell you how great tailor-made pools are. Go look right there on the sponsor page. Look for yourself at the work that they've done. Gorgeous. Same thing for Dan Tyler with San Diego's Superior Fence. When you look at it and you can start to visualize how your own property is going to change after they've come out and done their work, oh, my gosh, it's an absolute no-brainer. But the house you need uh, is the one that Brian Curry is going to find for you. And you can find links to all three of those guys that have been such a big part of this show's success. Uh, we really appreciate all four of those guys. Absolutely. All right. Last thing I want to mention tonight is big news. Remember I told you yesterday, I said, I think Bryce Harper ends up possibly with the Giants. Mm-hmm. That was my pick. The Dodgers come out today and say they're out on Bryce Harper. Completely out. So the Yankees say they're out on Bryce Harper. Is this liars poker right now? You think these guys trying to mess with Boris? You know, I don't know. I mean, it makes sense. You're absolutely right. It does make sense. What the Dodgers are saying, I think, makes as much sense as anything in baseball when we watch these bad contracts, like the Albert Pools contracts. These 10-year contracts are insane. Yep. 
too much. And the Dodgers are saying we aren't doing a 10-year contract either. Even though the guy's 25, 26 years old, well, we don't want to do... Well, like the Jacoby Ellsbury deal. Oh like my eight God. years. And Jacoby they never from, plays. They can't get out from yeah. that fucking deal. It's true. Yeah. You're absolutely right. I mean, over and over again, you go through these crazy contracts. The Dodgers said we aren't going to do it. And the Dodgers are kind of in a situation where they're proving they aren't paying the luxury tax anymore. So you yeah. kind of say it's a liar's poker. Not so sure it is. You're talking about a guy that's not even hit 300 hitter. And so they say they're out. The Yankees say they're out. The Nationals say they're out. Phillies are still interested. And uh, but at the same time, they signed Andrew McCutcheon. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, you look at the other teams. The Cubs say they're broke. They can't afford to sign them. Where you yeah, go, that amazing. doesn't make any sense. So I'm gonna throw two crazy ones at you. Okay. okay. The Giants were honestly sound like the only team that does make sense to give them a ten year contract for the fact the Giants have nothing in their minor league system. There's nothing coming down the pipe for them. One of the worst minor league systems in all of baseball. And the other one, a team that has a ton of money is the Chicago White Sox. Mm. Now, the White Sox say they're in on Machado. That's who they want really mm-hmm. bad. But at the same time, can you imagine they pulled the move where they got both those guys? That'd be pretty wild. Yeah, especially in a city where it's definitely a majority is a Cubs town. Yeah. To go all of a sudden, you grab both those guys? I feel like if they went to the White Sox, even though you're in a huge market, they would fall off the, the baseball Right, landscape. that's how I always feel. I feel like there's certain teams you go to where you're forgotten. The White Sox to me are one of them. The Mariners are one of them. Yeah, we almost feel like it's it's crazy to think, but I almost feel like there'd be more of a spotlight on them if they went to the Royals yes. than if they went to the White Sox, because the White Sox will always be in the Cubs shadow, yeah. especially now with what Theo accomplished. As long as Joe Madden's there, right? They have star power on that team. I, I don't know, man. Even when you have the two biggest free agents out there right now, Machado and Harper, would that all of a sudden make the White Sox must-see TV? I'm not convinced it would. No. Now, if they became a team that, right, I mean, you got to cover your bet with everything. If they got off to a crazy start and all of a sudden in the middle of May they've got 40 wins, then you go, yeah, fuck yeah, I want to watch this team play. But um, you know what's funny is you and I are huge baseball fans. I can tell you almost year by year of when the White Sox were interesting. The White Sox in my yeah. lifetime were interesting in 1983 when they had Ron Kittle and Tony Larusa. Mm-hmm. Again, back in 93, 94 when they had Frank Thomas and he was the best player in the American League. Was Fisk on that team in '83? I think Fisk was. I think Fisk was still on that team. And then yeah. to go back to 2005 when they won the World Series. Yeah. Otherwise, that is it. The White Sox have been basically irrelevant for for almost every year of my life. Yeah, and and Dave, I'm still not convinced that the Giants are going to spend money. It wouldn't shock me at all if the Giants become a team that does a little bit what San Diego did, and, and that is clear money off, get money off the books, and try to reinvest that money either in international signings, drafts, trading for prospects, trying to do that. I think the Giants are going to look around and are going to say, you know what, we – with Sabian and Bobby Evans. Yeah. I really, truly believe that they're going to sell ownership on that's how we're going to do it. And look, I I don't know. Boach has one year left on his deal. Wouldn't shock me if Boach was gone after this year. Really. I, I feel like they're probably going to move the whole thing and try to sell that fan base on, look, we won three world championships. Yeah. We want to win three more. The current path we're on we may not get back to the playoffs three more times. So we're going to strip this thing down. We're going to load up our farm system. And just the way organizations like the Braves or the Padres can be excited about the future, we want Giant fans to be excited about the future too. If I was the Giants, I don't 
I don't really know anybody who's a diehard Giant fan, so I can't I can't speak to this. I don't know if you went out and said, look, we're going to move Posey, we're going to move Bumgarner, and we're going to move whatever we can and slowly start to build, you know, try to find Bumgarner's your only piece you have. Posey's going to be out almost all of next year. God damn, is he out yeah. all that? He's, I mean, he's all fucked up. Fuck. I mean, yeah. he might, Bumgarner might be the only thing you have to possibly get anything in return. What about Crawford? No, I don't think Crawford is, is, is the guy either. I mean, Crawford's a guy we all like, right? Mm -hmm. We all look at Crawford and go, man, if I was a baseball player, I'd probably be, want to be Crawford, right? Yeah. The guy looks like he's pulling chicks, has the long yeah. hair, the whole deal, playing shortstop in a big city. Nah, Crawford's not a guy to me. I don't know. I don't know what you get in return for Crawford. I can't tell you exactly. But Crawford to me is not to me even a top five shortstop right now. Fuck, he's a twenty home run guy yeah. at shortstop though. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I I would take I would I don't think he's even the best shortstop in the division. I would take Seager over Crawford. Yeah, but Seager's not available. My, it's my point is though he's not an elite shortstop. He's not a top five guy. Look up his, how old is he right now? If he's under thirty, I might be swinging a deal for Crawford. I also think Dave. The other thing is, I think he's affordable. He might be. I don't know about that, man. They, they paid a lot of money for these guys. Um, I'll, I'll look it up for you. I'll All right, you exactly. check that out. Sorry to do that to you, but um, um, he'd be the one guy that I'd be interested on. Like, where are you at salary-wise? If he's a $13 million a year guy at age 30. 31 years old. God damn, I was just going to say, if he's $13 million yeah. a year at 31. But he'll be 32 next month, January 3rd, 21st. Fuck. All right, so here you go. He hit 254, 14 home runs last year. How many at-bats? A shitload. He played a ton. 531. God damn. There goes that excuse. Yeah. What about the year before? What do you have home? I mean, if we're chasing Ian Kinsler from numbers no he had kidding. in 2002, let's take a look at Crawford. Just to piss you off, I put out there today, the Padres are going to be really good when you have Gore and you have Tatis and then you have Robert Pujols after he leaves the Angels. It's going to be really fucking exciting. Just, just fucking ridiculous. I'm going to give people directions down here. Go, go ahead. We can leave a big. Go ahead. I'm a strangler with my goddamn Christmas lights. You want to come into the dojo? You go ahead. You got I got Ray Mysterious that lives right behind me. All right. I consider him a friend. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> dude, the year before Crawford, man, he's consistent 14 home runs as well. Fuck. Hit, no, dude, stealing here, bags? Here's what's he crazy. Bags? Why do I feel like he had better offensive numbers? Dude, not than good. That. Here you go. 254, 14 home runs last year. Year before, 253, 14 home runs. Consistent as fuck. Shit. Well, sorry. <laughs> yeah, see? Yeah, I mean, at that point, you're like, fuck it. Oh, exactly. Well. I'll take Gal Galvis. We're fine. Ah, uh, well. Jesus. We'll see what happens. Um, don't forget, you can follow us on social media. Here's the other thing. For all of you that follow us on social media and you want to jump into the conversation, tonight I started putting together the groundwork for our annual radio shit talker cocktail night out. Okay. Steve Woods will be there. Dave will be there. Kaplan will be there. I'll be there. Uh, I think Darren's coming. So I think Darren's coming. You know who's not coming? Who? Any of you. <laughs> Nobody said to me, hey, you know who we need to get? We need to get blankety blank from Twitter to come in. And that way, just like they save every one of our conversations, they'll save us here. And if Ben and Shelly can be there, they'll be there, too, because they're fucking funny as shit. Togerson won't be there. Todd Strain? I would bring Todd. He's invited. Brandon Stone? Oh, God, yes. He doesn't have time. He never gets a night off. <laughs> fucking God, never. Goddamn. Yeah, Paul Rudio show up. 
Oh, I'd have Rudy there, too. Let's talk about our media party right now. Who would we have there? We're going to have the media cocktail net coming up. Who are we missing? <laughs> Try to think. Who would I want? Lipkin. Cost isn't. Lipkin would be fine. Lipkin. <laughs> Lipkin's great. Heather gets up too early. Yeah. Uh, Walchef will Costa's be there. Cost is not allowed to show up. They won't Why? Let to do it. He's not allowed to do anything. Oh, yeah. With he us. can't. No. Yeah, he's not allowed to do anything with us. No. Station uh, protocol. God, I love Steve, but he'd wear us out in five minutes, huh? You know, it's funny. Costa's not allowed to do anything with us, but they wouldn't give a shit if Steve No, Steve us. would come in a minute. Yep. All right, Steve's invited. Fuck it. We haven't seen Steve in two years. Love Steve. Let's we'll bring up bowling. Yes. Yeah. All those guys. Um, did I miss anybody from 1360? Caswell's not showing, right? No. She sees all these dumb fucks saying, yeah. she's like, I'm not dealing with that shit. She's only showing if Darren's showing. No, yeah, but Darren show. would show. Yeah, that's it. She's showing if Darren shows. I don't think so. Yes. Darren tells her she's showing. <laughs> Darren could tell They're her. They're not Ike and Darren Tina. Darren could tell her. Look. No, they have I, a I brain. Say, no, I'm just saying. She's so dedicated to him. If Darren told her during his own show, go rotate my fucking tires, she would do it. She wouldn't ask a question. All right. Let me ask you this. Can we get the one I want to show up because I want to hear what the hell she has to say. Yeah. I want Hannah Nancaro Woods to show up. Oh, boy. I want to see these two live. Yeah, I would like to see those two together. Yeah, because she has no time for his bullshit. I guarantee it turns into Stevie Woods roast. I don't want that. I, I want him to go out and have a good time and have a few drinks. Yeah, bring her out. It but turns... he, can't, he can't fire a dip in then, right? Is he not allowed to dip in front of her? She doesn't like that shit. Come on, Hannah's got her shit together. She doesn't want that going on. Steve is a man's man. You think he lets her tell him when to dip, when not to dip? Yep. Yep. What happened to my boy? <laughs> we still love him. Jesus. So disappointed. Goddamn. Pete Davidson's like, come on, get yeah, your shit plus. together. <laughs> what happened to our boy? Fuck. <laughs> we got to save him. Jesus. We got to put our arm around him like Seriously. Ralph Waite would have done. <laughs> uh all right, let's just say this. Yes. All right, let's take, let's take, uh, I'll give you up to three. We'll open it up for three Twitter followers that potentially could show if they were invited who could hang. I've got my first guy, my first draft pick. You know, who I'm drafting who? number one. I'm drafting Gavin, number one. Okay. That's a good call. I was just reading him right now. He's fucking great. Yes. Gavin can show up. What about Miserable Padre fan? Ah, I love him. I don't like, know if he's Team Dave and Jeff anymore. Oh, yeah. He's in. 100%. You think so? 100%. He's in. I think things changed all of a sudden. I don't know. I get a weird vibe. Nah, he's he was in. one of my favorite guys. He was even in my house. Not too many guys we invited down here. Yeah, he's. I No, he's fine. 100%. You sure? Yeah. He's probably sick of your shit, but so am I. <laughs> yeah, and you keep coming back. I know. You'll be here tomorrow. I, yeah, You shit. invited yourself. I didn't even know. On my day off. Uh, MPF probably doesn't make the cut because <laughs> you just said what a great guy is. He just told me doesn't make the cut because my second draft pick is Maggie. Okay. See, Maggie's great too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Where you go, Maggie could come hang out with that group. We're all going to know her. She's not going to do anything crazy. Right? So right now I'm feeling pretty good about my first two picks. I've got Gavin and I've got Maggie, assuming that we yeah. open up listener spots. Now, I got to think about a third one. 
No, I don't count Conniff or JoJo or any of those guys. I'm just talking about old school Twitter guys that have been with us a long time. I can't, Preller can't fucking, I love that maniac, but I'd be too busy wearing it. You know, his name's Handjob Preller. Like, did you wash your hands? So we're going to take that pressure off of everybody. He's out. Love him, though. God damn, he sent me some of the best information on cards for Miles. Fucking guy's a genius. Uh, you have a third? I'll give you the no, third. No, I can't think of Right now, I'm, I'm looking at a bunch of guys. It's tough. Oh, you know. Oh, meaty? God, dude, I was just going to say meaty. I was just going to say fucking meaty because I love that maniac. But he'd get all fucked up and start yelling at the bartender, and then we'd have to pay the tab and go early. Like he yells at the voices in yeah. his head when he does his fucking chat. When, Meaty, when the fuck's your next chat? I love sitting at, at uh, work and watching Meaty just lose his shit on that. Has he done one of those? Re- See, I started, the problem was I was following everybody under my own individual account. Yeah. But I also run the Dave and Jeff podcast account. So my phone would double ring. So I would started following everybody from the podcast page. But for whatever reason, I don't get his notifications now. What about, uh, okay, is it A. Mason? Uh, he's good fucking laughs, yes. too. I'm looking at his shit right now. He's making me laugh. He's good fucking laughs. There's a bunch of them. But I would I would say. Um, this guy's cracking me up. Yes. I, I, like, I'm worried about who could hang. In that group. And why I'm not bringing Geekster is because that crowd gets obnoxious after a few drinks. Yeah. Geekster, I'm protecting you from that. I'm not and I'm not going to I'm not going to let my little buddy Fryer hear that kind of language either. I'm going to look out for him. So I can't bring him out. I, only you and I can badger him on this show. I don't know. It'd be fun. But I don't know that any of you are coming. So. <laughs> that's, that's nice. What about Leisure Fryer and his, and his drum set? <laughs> we could go someplace and we could just do like three dumb jokes and yes. have and have leisure do rim shots yes god damn that would be great too bad it's never gonna happen <laughs> all right uh on twitter at dave palais at jeff Dotson, i also said this and i'm gonna leave you with this yeah in the last couple of months i have found myself listening to more country music okay and i uh I kind of tend to listen to my friend Steve Woods, that oh, I'm not God, a fan of Luke Bryan. I, I got like, that. Yes. What else? But I found a guy, and look, here's the thing that always happens when you say, hey, I found this guy, and he's pretty good. There's somebody who found him two weeks ago, right, that all of a sudden thinks they're fucking Casey Kasem. Oh, come on. He's been around forever. You know everything. I just said I'm new to country music. Okay. But Dave, I'm telling you a guy I think you're going to like. George Strait. <laughs> I don't know much, but I'm telling you that guy's yes. got a bright future. I heard that. I know two songs that I, I only know two songs by him. Now, the first one that I knew by George Strait that yeah. I really liked was Amarillo by Morning. Okay. But then we're driving around and I hear this song with my son, Cade. Yes. And we hear, write this down. And I go, well, that's kind of a cool little song. And they go, that was George Strait. I go, some bitch. Yes. That's the same guy. I told Cade, God damn it. That's the guy who sings Amarillo by Morning. He's all mellow. Yeah. But then he fired it up. So I'm telling you, if you have not heard of George Strait, 
and you like country music, check it out. I think you're going to like them. And then I would like to be acknowledged on social media that I introduced you to another future country superstar. It's just going old school. You know, has a great voice is, that? is Alan Jackson. Yes, Alan I Jackson saw him in concert. Great, did he really? Alan Jackson, when he sings the song, Remember When, is just an awesome voice. My mom was telling me yesterday, we're talking about just the neighborhood as she's staying with me for a yeah. while. Is I was saying, Bray Mysterio lives right behind us. And yeah. I said, you know his house, because it's 619 right in the sidewalk. Does <laughs> it know? really? Yeah, it does. In marble, right in the sidewalk, right in front of his house. Let's go over. And so- <laughs> Why doesn't he come over and do the show? <laughs> I haven't asked him. And so you have him over there, but she goes, you know, lives right behind me. And I said, who? She goes, Waylon Jennings lives right no behind me. No way. Yeah, she said Waylon Jennings was right behind her. So anyway, that was Oh, I got one other thing to bring up to you, and I don't want this to drag on forever. Uh, the Alan Jackson song that I think, Dave, is insanely cool is Between the Devil and Me. Okay. Do you know that I song? I do. It's a great song. Fucking great song. It is okay. a great song. So yesterday, this is one final thing. Otherwise, we'll never think of it. I should do this tomorrow night, but fuck it. Tomorrow's going to be a Christmas show that will air later in the weekend. So yesterday, my sons and I are out kind of, I guess it's like, uh, what would it be? Like 125 and Lake Murray Boulevard, kind of where they come together over there. It's like Fletcher Parkway, uh, the 125, and then Lake Murray Boulevard. We're kind of in that neighborhood. I don't know if that's considered Del Cerro. It might be. But I was talking to my sons and I said, you know what's crazy about this little neighborhood? We drive up there all the time because we we go to a couple of different places. I said, right here is where the song uh, I Don't Like Mondays yeah. is based. Brenda Spencer, Grover, I think it's Grover Cleveland Elementary School, which is now out. They tore down the school. It's been replaced by uh, homes that have been built. But I was telling my sons the story that Brenda Spencer is 16 years old, and January is going to be the 40th anniversary of that. Such a crazy fucking time that she took a rifle out and started shooting. The principal and the janitor were killed. Eight kids were shot. But, Dave, this is the craziest shit. She's been in jail the whole time. Uh, Boomtown Rats write, I don't like Mondays, about that. The father apparently still lived in that house, still lives there. Doesn't that seem weird? Like, wouldn't you have to get the fuck out up yeah. there? Yeah, you would. That, that is weird. 40 years, you said it's been? Yeah, like wow, January damn. will be the 40th anniversary of that. You forget, man. Like, there's some, like, we're, we've had some pretty rough shit in this town. I didn't live here at that time, but that is, like, literally, like, five minutes from where my kids hang out all the time at Aztec Park. And you just figure, like, you look at that neighborhood, kids running around that neighborhood. I took my sons over there. I go, God damn. And my sons were like, how old were they? I said, they were all kids your age, elementary school age. Like James Huberty, San Ysidro, McDonald's. Were you you here yet? Where were you in 84 for that? 84, I was living in Nashville, Tennessee. God, do you remember that one, though? Yeah. You heard about that one, right? I do. I mean, the PSA, I mean, yeah. God dang, it's pretty wild when you look at it. Unfortunately, there's some notorious things that have happened in this city. I'm sure, I guess, probably every community has them. But the thing that I just looked Wait, at. Oh, I'm confused now. Hold on. i get something straight. So 40 years and the person's still in prison. Well, Brenda Spencer's still yeah. in jail. But the father, she was 16 when it happened okay. in 1979. So John Hinckley Jr., who, who shot Reagan, is out of prison. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he wasn't in jail that long. But I don't know that Hinckley, and that was 81, so it happened two years, but I don't know that he Hinkley killed. Hinckley got out in 2016. But hey. she she killed two people. Yeah, I got it. But you shot the president. True. Yeah. I got gotcha. For Jodie Foster. It was like the worst shooting of all time. Yeah. Not to jump around, but you did it for Jodie Foster. Yeah. She was a lesbian. I mean, talk about miscalculation. Yeah. Stupid. He didn't have Google. And how how about Reagan telling Nancy I forgot to duck the blowjob queen? <laughs> Look it up. Look it up. James Brady is like real fucking funny. Yeah, real funny. Yeah, someone wiped the drool off my chin. Oh, shit. real fucking funny. Thanks. But yeah, it'll be the 40th anniversary of Brenda Spencer in January. Wow. Like I said to my kids, I go, you know what you do if you're that guy? I go, you book a fucking two week trip to Belize. And they're oh, like, why? I'm like, because fucking. Goddamn Steve Price is going to be knocking on your door. Who's that guy? Soderman? Yeah. Hey, you want to talk about your daughter? No. Uh, what about in 10 minutes? 15? 20? 25? 30? No. But anyway, it's pretty wild. But I just, I would have moved so far away. And I can't imagine if you were that dad that you came out, Dave, and for years it was still in elementary school. Yeah. How could you look at that? And like I said, my sons, I go, he swings home the way he comes home. You have to go by the memorial yeah. for the principal and the janitor that lost their life protecting all those kids. Fuck, man. How badass were those two dudes? But anyways, I just, uh, I was thinking about that yesterday. I go, God damn, crazy shit in San Diego. But there's no way it could stay in that house, right? No way. You make a run for it. No, you move out of the state. All right. Well, on that high note. Yeah, thanks. Merry you're Christmas. Welcome. Happy yeah, holidays. Merry Christmas. Don't forget, listen to George Strait if you haven't checked Jesus. him out already. I'll even throw you some Alan Jackson into the show. All right. All right. We'll talk to you guys. What, tomorrow we're going to release it? When well, we're we'll tape it? it Tuesday and we'll tape it. Uh, it'll actually air on Sunday because I'm going to be out of town for the weekend. All right. Good. Well, we'll just act like we know what happened in the Charger game. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be a Christmas show. <laughs> we'll just guess. All right, good deal. All right, fantastic. I'll, we'll talk to you. We'll talk Maybe we'll just run it live tomorrow and you can give yes. us fucking Sunday night off. How's that? That works. Perfect. All right, we'll see you. We'll see you. Die new born.
life was changed Disassembled, rearranged We came together, fell apart And broke each other's hearts Remember when We'll be glad for all the life we've had. 